Disclaimer. The ideas and views discussed on the show should be considered opinion and not individual medical advice. Though Dr. Tim is board certified and licensed, every human is different, and without individual assessment, concepts and ideas cannot be directly applied with the guarantee of success. Please consult your personal physician or fitness coach before making any changes. Thank you. I can't keep lemonade in my house. And the reason I can't keep lemonade in this house is because I have a two liter pitcher in my fridge and I make it just straight lemonade. Like I got like the Costco size bundle of just powdered lemonade. My son and my husband drink it within two days of me making it. <laughs> and I like Arnold Palmer. So iced tea and lemonade. So whenever I'm recording, that is what I am drinking. <laughs> the reason I'm late is because I had to sit there and make new lemonade and wash the damn thing because all I do is put it out and wait for me to make a new batch. So I'm sorry. So that's Well, hello. <laughs> Welcome to both sides of fit. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Dr. Tim. <laughs> The lemonade wars in my house are so real. <laughs> like, I wish, I wish I was lying. But I... <laughs> Today's topic is lemonade, I guess. No, but it's it's a real fight we have. <laughs> I, I will have full fits about somebody needs to at least wash this bitch out <laughs> before leaving it on the counter. Anywho, today's actual, actual uh, uh, topic today is caffeine slash pre-workout. Now, I totes know I was supposed to prepare and send you this beforehand, but, you know, surprise, surprise. You know, it's all, it, it's all right. We both should be, like, running by the seat of our pants, okay? Come on now. That's <laughs> Makes it so much better. the story of my life. If you look up, uh, look up unprepared, my name and my picture are right there. That's impressive. It is. I think that we have gone over a lot where I end up mentioning like, oh yeah, if you get a pre-workout or uh, if you drink a bunch of caffeine and do this, it's either going to affect some part of your health and fitness. <laughs> Usually it puts me into a very hyper state. I think the... In, before we started this podcast, I don't think you ever saw me without some sort of some sort of upper of that type in my system. Uh, that's probably accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I figured we would go over uh, the pros and cons, um, our recommendations for the top three, our experiences. You know the usual shit. <laughs> of course. You don't need a pre workout to work out. I will say that, start with that. Uh, people have used green tea, um, regular coffee, energy drinks. I think they're everybody that does that is very um, skilled and thank God for them because at least they leave the pre-workout for me. Um, like, like between those, I mean, 
coffee, green tea, energy drink, the, the main, the common factor there is caffeine. And I would say most, most pre-workout compounds are going to contain some caffeine. I think caffeine is a good, it's a, it's an ergogenic. It, it helps you do work. Essentially it, it is beneficial to your ability to work out. Um, in general, caffeine, people are kind of divided on it, but I think it, it's like a lot of other things It it gets a bad rap in some ways because it's not as a substance, a harmful thing. But when people are using it to substitute for other things they need to be doing, like getting sleep, proper nutrition, et cetera, that, that kind of stuff. Um, then it becomes more of a problem because you're relying on something to do something artificially for your body that it really needs to be able to do naturally. Personally, I, I think caffeine's a good thing. I think if you're, if you're taking so much of it that it doesn't allow you to sleep, or if you're taking it at the wrong time of the day or something along those lines, it can be not harmful, but um, counterproductive. Definitely. And we've talked a, yeah, we, we've talked a little bit on like, I think on either the sleep or the supplement episodes, possibly both that the, the half-life of a dose of caffeine in your body is between seven and a half to 13 hours, depending on what study you're reading. So, and that means if you're having that coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon and you're trying to go to bed at nine o'clock your 50% of it is still there and it's still effective and and yes there are plenty of people who can drink a cup of coffee and then immediately go to bed and fall asleep but it's going to affect the quality and restfulness of that sleep um so the timing of your your caffeine or your especially as a pre-workout that that's going to depend a lot on you know when in your day is your workout if you're a if you're a late night workout person who hurt you (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have I have very uh, um, strong opinions about working out at night, but you know it works for some people. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of people who have strong opinions about working out early in the morning too. I mean, both I sides. I feel like we should just join up and just you know hate on the middayers. <laughs> that's that's the group that we all really need to be like. What's going? If you're on working there? out at noon. What are you doing? Yeah. Really what are you doing like i i need to know like are you working at home do you just just have your own hours why mid-noon i have so many questions now (laughs) good question most again most gyms that i've been to that do group fitness have like a noon class and there seems to be people there so i don't know there there there's people who do it but good for them yeah (laughs) anyways (laughs) back on topic We'll attempt to get back on topic here. Um, if you're a late night workout person, then you're probably going to look for a pre-workout that is lighter on the caffeine. And I mean, again, pre-workouts in general, there are ones that contain a lot of common ingredients. Um, there are also some that contain a ton of other ingredients that don't really do anything effective. They, they're they kind of fall into some of the stuff we talked about on the supplement episode that um, has theoretical benefits, but is probably not worth the money or Mm -hmm. being taken in doses that are too big that your body can't really absorb them or just, you know, something that 
really the the science behind it is super shaky and it's again probably just probably not harmful in the majority of cases but is also probably not worth spending your money on um caffeine is probably the number one thing uh that you're going to see in there um again among the few few substances that do have proven uh clinical evidence that they're going to improve your your performance in the gym uh that's going to be your beta alanine um and that's going to be to a smaller degree your 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 citrulline i was gonna say i do always want to forewarn like if you've never taken pre-workout and you know this is the podcast that you listen to to decide to i do want to give a warning like when you take um, pre-workout, obviously it gives you a high dose of caffeine. It get, makes you bounce off the walls. But I guess this is my warning to everybody in the sense of like, I didn't know that it did this. So, and I've told Tim this story, but when I first, first ever took a pre-workout, I thought I was having a heart attack. And it's not, <laughs> and it was because of the itching. It started at the top of my head and like went all the way down my back. And I was, I, I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> I thought the world was going to end. And then my husband came home. He's like, oh, you, you got the itching too. I'm like, that, that would have been helpful to know. <laughs> As a first time pre-workout person, that would have been very helpful to know. Um, yeah, there, there are a few, there are a few things that will do that. They'll give you, um, really just kind of like a tingly itchy sensation most people will get it in their face some people get it kind of all over um beta alanine will definitely do that to most people uh niacin will do that as well um niacin is and it's a it's a b vitamin and in, in theory it's supposed to have some effects on the nervous system i think a lot of times they will this is not backed in anything this is just something uh that's a personal observation i think they might swap in niacin for beta alanine or something because it will give you that kind of tingly flushed feeling um that people it it's uncomfortable and it makes you want to like move around and if that's what you want from a pre-workout like if you need motivation like you're not going to take a big dose of niacin and then sit there and do nothing because it feels really uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go, yeah. I was gonna say, if this is if you are doing fine on your workout, you have the motivation and the energy. You probably don't need pre workout. But if you're like me and I'm like, I'm gonna need this so I can actually think I'm doing something. <laughs> I don't know. Without a pre workout, I'm just just standing there thinking about my life choices, per usual. That's that's fair. Um, but that's kind of the, the, the thing is what most people will get from a pre-workout is, um, usually a ton of caffeine. And I mean, you, you can sometimes judge a pre-workout, um, based on the name. That's kind of a, a giveaway. Like, you know, they have ones like, like Redcon or things, you know, your uh, Transparent Labs is, is a pretty good one if you want to know what's in your stuff. That was the first one I ever used was yeah. Transparent it's a Labs. Little more, it's a little more pricey, but it's extremely evidence-based. It's very clean. There's not a lot of extra crap in there. 
Um, that's kind of what they're known for reputation wise. On the, the other hand, you can go to a GNC or a supplement shop or vitamin world or wherever you're getting your stuff. And you can find some absolute like clown shoes brands of pre-workout with, and, and the more extreme the name, the more, you know, and they're like these weird ass flavors. And I'm actually, I, do you have a list? Cause I, I kind of have a list. <laughs> if you have a list, go for it. Well, like, cause I, on my range of recommendations, like I'll, uh, like you said before, transparent labs are very trans transparent about what they put into everything, whether they have, and usually if you're trying to get protein, which is a totally different, uh, um, episode eventually but um if you find a brand that you like usually they have the things that go with it so proteins and you know greens and all that fun stuff transparent labs was the best working i want to say for me that of things i've done however and i know they said oh it tastes so great it tasted like putting your tongue on battery acid like i'm not even gonna lie i had to like I had to take it, and this is why I went around starting taking it as a shot, because if I had to drink like eight ounces, usually they say put eight ounces of water with whatever pre-workout. I know we've talked about dry scooping, which is for people who want to die. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it works. It works, it works. But I'm just saying, like, I couldn't take this in any sort of form because it just, it just tasted that. It tasted just spiky. I know how like you know how like people say like sprite is spicy mm -hmm. this just tasted like like spiky like you were like you were putting your tongue on a battery like <laughs> like it hurts to drink it yeah but it worked it worked really well i will give them that it tastes the taste if taste is what you're going for i truly do not recommend this <laughs> but if you're trying to get like the benefits and knowing what's in it transparent labs is one of the best um if you have anything to say about them <laughs> um i was kind of going to go to the other end of the spectrum just for you know throw a little humor in here but um transparent labs very very good again you you kind of get what you pay for they put more money into their research um and and really making sure the right stuff's in there and there's no extra crap in there. But, but again, that does cost a little more because they do more than just throw a bunch of stuff in with some sawdust and, and throw it in a powder and anything that says proprietary blend, be, be wary. That means we're, we're choosing not to tell you what's in here. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to take it, take it with a strong juice, like a cranberry juice or something <laughs> just to cover the taste, just throw that out there. But yeah, there's, I've got a list of like some of the stuff I've seen. I'm just looking on what's online, what's available for pre-workouts. Um, here is Woke AF. I've never tried Woke. I've seen here it is. everywhere. You can buy that at uh, Walmart because they always have the big selection of Woke. Never had it. I do know that like that's one of the popular ones. If, if that makes I sense, like whenever you've seen like any sort of gym bro that happens to have their like <laughs> pre-workout at the gym, which I don't know why I would do that. Usually it takes like 30 minutes, 
20 minutes to 30 minutes to kick in depending on how you're taking it so <laughs> which yeah and i mean i i just it's funny though i mean there are there are, everything i'm about to name there are probably people that would swear by it but mm. there's we have we have total war we have kraken which i guess is named probably not named after our hockey team or um, the drink that's yeah Alcohol. the 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 infinite labs juggernaut x like the longer the name gets the more like they're probably trying to convince infinite us something labs, but i mean here is assassin here I is psychotic and by insane labs labs with a z uh the label is an evil clown psychotic fruit punch flavor and uh, kind of so pretty much all of these have some sort of fruit flavor oh i was gonna say when it comes to flavors if you're looking for basic flavor it's usually strawberry blue raspberry um watermelon on some level there's usually a watermelon of but it's never that mild and then a cherry there's always a cherry <laughs> what's funny is just looking through these this is the brand is axe and sledge the name of the drink is hydraulic unicorn blood it's probably cherry pretty interesting what's funny is just going through all of these pretty much all of them contain caffeine beta alanine and something else and th what that kind of tells you is this something else probably doesn't matter this one caffeine beta alanine and hordenine this one is caffeine beta alanine uh citrulline which citrulline malate is a decently uh supported uh pre-workout supplement the Juggernaut X has beta alanine, caffeine, and agmatine sulfate. Never heard of that. Um, Kraken, caffeine, beta alanine, and taurine. <laughs> taurine shows up in a lot of energy drinks. I mean, I will say off top of my head, I don't know a ton about it, but I, it feels kind of like a take it or leave it. Mm. Um, and then Total War, again, yeah. So caffeine, beta alanine, citrulline malate so i mean despite kind of some of the craziness in the names of these um they seem to for the most part have they're not missing the things you would want there's just there also there is not a ton of difference between was beyond rod not on that list it was not that's interesting because <laughs> that oh, one no. i put on this i put that on the same level as like a, a transparent lab but it tastes a little bit better <laughs> and usually you can find that at gnc and um walmart so at least where well, i found it it was funny in this case i was kind of deliberately going for ones with weird ass names and but they all seemed to have again they have the right stuff in them for the most part, but that's not hard to do because the right stuff is typically not more than two or three ingredients. And you're going to see something with a list of 87 ingredients. Um, and they're like, wow, that's a lot of good stuff. That one's probably the best. Again, only probably two or three of those ingredients are doing anything. And you'll see something with, you know, ginseng and taurine and 
amino acids. We've kind of talked about those on the supplement episode. Um, and just something, and really all it is, is, is a, a shit ton of caffeine. And that's what makes you feel like it's working. And you probably didn't need any of that other stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you were to get, uh, also way, way cheaper, get pure beta alanine. You can literally go on Amazon and order it. It comes in a container. It's just a I powder. I think we actually looked it up on Amazon and gave people prizes. So <laughs> yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh, citrulline is there too. They are from the same, same place. Um, I can look it up right now, but if you're looking for price and you know, you don't want to spend. Yeah. They usually range from like 15 to 20, $30, give or take. Depends on how big the actual container is. Bulk supplements is, I mean, that's where I get mine for the most part. Um, uh, my creatine, again, you can get that probably anywhere. That's more of a, it's not necessarily a pre-workout supplement. It's just something to have in your system. Um, but really where where it's going to come down to with buying the pure bulk supplements is the price. I mean, you can get, well, let's look at it. You can get over a pound of it. For $15 and that is going to last you a long ass time because you're maybe taking five grams. Not going to lie, I probably forget it's still by a pre-workout. That's just because that's how my brain works. <laughs> well, but think about if you're going to go to the store and buy, you know, hydraulic unicorn blood, you're paying a lot for marketing in a cool looking container. Um, it might taste a little better. But then again, you're probably paying, you know, 20, 30 bucks for about 30 servings. That's gone in a month. This bag of beta alanine is going to last you probably a year. Well, Um, unless you put it in a a jello form. Jello shots was probably the best way I could have ever taken my pre-workout, honestly. (laughs) Because it like... I can't say I've ever done that, but I know you've mentioned it a few times. So, so go ahead well, and, and speak on that. To be fair, I saw it on TikTok, and they were like, "Oh, take your uh, uh, pre-workout as a Jello shot." And so, I think like for one like Jello packet, you put like four to six scoops of your pre-workout. And, you, and I was like, I had um, I can't remember what the brand was, but it was like a blueberry uh, pre-workout, and then I got blueberry. <laughs> blueberry cello and like again that those like four to six scoops turned into like 20 25 pre-portioned cups like small like um dip cups that you get from like when you order food out i just got a bulk of that and it lasted the only thing i could say was probably the worst part of that is that it because you have so much you don't use it quickly (laughs) that makes sense so like so like, I'm not gonna lie. Jello doesn't taste that good after a week and a half, two weeks. <laughs> like it really just doesn't. So, I mean, I guess you know, nowadays the trend is to put it in the freezer. So maybe I'll try that. But that's the only like downside I saw of doing it as a Jello shot. Truly, <laughs> but it was a lot smoother. It tasted, it uh, tasted like the Jello more than it did the pre-workout. It was just as effective when I went. I mean, you said I was bouncing off the walls half the time, so. 
but you're like that most of the time anyway so so rude <laughs> am i wrong next thing <laughs> again if 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 you're looking for something fast and portable um the problem is a lot of pre-workout you have to mix it with something i think jello shot sounds like a pretty decent alternative if you're not going to be a dry scoop person definitely not everybody is a dry scoop person um pure beta I'm alanine fine. is is it's it's granulated so it's kind of like this is going to sound worse than it is but it's kind of like you're eating a spoonful of sugar it's not like like powder where you try to swallow it and you cough and it blows everywhere like it's powdered chalk or something like that but um if you're looking for something that you can take quickly and is portable the jello shot sounds like not a terrible idea no and it tastes, it tastes mix, more like the jello to be fair if you if you need to yeah some of them taste like dog shit but if you need to mix it with water then it kind of comes down to this well how much water am i mixing it with am i going to do a whole shaker bottle now i've got this whole thing to drink and i've got you know eight 16 ounces of water sloshing around in my stomach slash i'm drinking my pre-workout while i'm working out um to be fair it does um it doesn't depend on how soon you want it to kick in and then how much the the taste that's why like when we're talking about transparent labs i'm like the taste is a problem <laughs> like there's no additives yeah <laughs> so it doesn't taste very good no <laughs> I, I by the way still support transparency labs i have their protein their other stuff is really good i just i couldn't stay behind their uh pre-workout when there's so many other options but again i think <clears throat> what we're seeing with some of the more extreme examples is that they mostly contain roughly the same stuff at a base layer and then whatever you're adding on top of that is probably not super necessary um again going back to strictly caffeine there are things that give you just inhuman amounts of caffeine and that's not necessarily great i mean if you're on caffeine all the time and you're you're taking gradually increasing doses of it and you're having more and more eventually you you adapt to it and it doesn't do much for you that's the people that become caffeine dependent and you have to get off and you get nasty headaches but there, there, there's a diminishing return yeah that's generally you always have to uh, i know you hate the word cleanses but you have to cleanse yourself of it for like a week or two to not not in that way no that makes sense mm. um yeah no this is why i always say like if you're going to be a pre-workout person like it's always best to do in the morning because let's say you're only working out for 30 minutes to an hour because it's going to stay in your system you don't need that cup of coffee to follow like even though i drink an absurd amount of coffee like if i worked out in the morning i'm not going to drink a cup until well until i feel like i'm starting to crash <laughs> Because it just, it kept me awake and I would be very like, um, not, the word isn't focused. I know that's not the word, but I'd be very like alert comparatively than if I drink just a cup of coffee in the morning. Right. And most of the data shows that, I mean, somewhere within, somewhere, you know, 200 to 400 milligrams of caffeine a day is plenty safe. So if you buy a pre-workout that has, you know, 1,200 milligrams of caffeine in it, I mean, 
if you don't have a heart condition, et cetera, et cetera, you're probably fine, but that's just a lot. And it's probably not a necessary amount. And it's enough to, if you're one of those people that for whatever reason you, you feel like you need to run through a wall to do your workout. I mean, that those are the people that end up, you know, you can buy some smelling salts and, you know, a lot of like power lifters, they'll, they'll sniff some ammonia before they do a lift. And then it's, I've never, I, yeah, <laughs> you're like, don't, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very short lived and I have not looked into the evidence, so I'm not going to speak to it necessarily the effectiveness of it, but the most people that I see use it are, are power lifters who have to just do one super heavy maximum lift and they need one little boost to do that. Um, and, but I mean, it's not going to sustain you for a, a, you know, a 45 minute workout or anything like that. But I mean, an insane amount of caffeine, there's kind of a diminishing return on that. Uh, you're going to get the effect from, you know, 200, 300 milligrams. That's probably good. Um, if you're consuming caffeine outside of your pre-workout, again, that, I mean, if you go over 400 milligrams, you're not going to die, but, um, but then it, it starts to be more of an issue of, you know, are, are you going to have to start taking a bigger dose? Are you, when are you taking it in your day? That kind of thing. But the, it really comes down to kind of like what we talked about with supplements is there's a lot of stuff out there that has supposed benefits they're not really proven, um, but there's enough out there to be marketed and try to make money off of people and say, hey, if you take this, uh, I don't even want to start an argument with anybody out there by naming something, but if you take this, you know, it will support muscle growth when really in the, in the clinical research data, there's nothing that says that it'll do that. Um, but it's enough to, they can throw it into a supplement that a pre-workout that another pre-workout doesn't have. And they're like, oh, I should buy that. Cause it has this, 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 if it has a decent amount of caffeine within that 200 to 400 range in a serving, if it has some beta alanine, if it has citrulline, um, you know, uh, if you're, if you're fasted, especially, I mean, some amino acids in there isn't a bad thing beyond that there's not a whole lot that is necessary. So from a price standpoint, not, a, I understand not everybody's going to be this person Not everybody wants to, you know, throw a couple scoops together in their shaker bottle before they leave the house, et cetera. But if you buy raw supplements, you buy that, the bulk supplements, you get some beta alanine, you get some citrulline, uh, and you throw that in an energy drink. Um, you're probably good or, you know, something caffeinated. I will say don't throw that stuff right into something carbonated. It will probably blow up. But aside from that, you've got you there's there's cheaper ways to get caffeine, way cheaper than than buying a pre-workout that has a lot of stuff on the label but is really only effective because of the caffeine in it. I mean, you're much better off buying a cheaper source of caffeine and getting the same effect. I will start this fight. Uh Okay. But, but I, I said I will. Um, but what energy drink you grab, like during your day, tells a lot about you. If you're grabbing Nas, um, you're either in high school or you're you have some other issues you're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm 
I'm just saying, uh, the most times I see somebody with a Nas, they've broken into a car or two. Um, <laughs> did I tell uh, you? That old school, old school uh, Fast and Furious mentality, right? Well, no. Did I, I, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I know I haven't on the podcast brought the story up, but when I was going to meet Tim for the first time, I had to delay a week because my boxing gloves got stolen out of my car. I remember this now. Yes. I was like, she's not going to show up. Yeah. And that's the thing is ever, I was like, I literally, I'm one of those people that, um, I usually do some sort of, um, I do some sort of workout before I go to work. I'm a morning person. Judge me all you want, but I'm one of those people that also like I had to change at the gym. So I would have my boxing gloves, my clothes, everything in my car. Um, and, uh, somebody broke in the night before stole all that stuff including my very nice very expensive hayabusa gloves <laughs> and instead of just uh you know leaving with all my stuff they left a nas on my uh on my dash i was very very pissed that's the only reason i knew i was broken into to be fair it would have been bad if i had driven driven anywhere else and like realized is like just because they left it on my dash so i have people i have problems with people that drink like a calling card that's yes it was so weird but yeah you that's that's terrible (laughs) it is but yeah if you drink nas i have i have issues with you um if you drink original monster you need to now that you're entered into the world of uh energy drinks find something else <laughs> there's others there's five million others just find something else <laughs> okay what about uh what does red bull say you don't actually like caffeine i'm sorry red bull does nothing <laughs> red bull does nothing for me like it's a good drink it's very good it just mm-mm. <laughs> you just you need the boost and you know you you still believe the commercial where it says it gives you wings if you drink bangs you need a you want you want a pre-workout but you don't like the taste (laughs) but you don't like the taste bangs are good for working out same with rains rains are also really good and they have really good flavors as far as energy drinks go i'm i think this come before like i'm not much of a coffee guy i need um, I do a lot of intermittent fasting, so, and I don't really like black coffee, so um, more of an energy drink, but um, I don't have a ton of brand loyalty, um, so uh, Bang and uh, Rain are, are on my list. There's the, I don't know, whatever the, whatever it is the Rock makes, it's like Zoa or something. I was going to say, I never know how to spell it, or, or say it, I just know how to spell it as Z-O-A's. I love those, especially the white peach. I'm not gonna lie, but I was gonna say I I the I like the ones that are not the white peach. So we have some <laughs> we make some sort of exchange here. I don't know anything coconut flavored though is gross. Yeah, agreed. Coconut can... is my is my uh, my cauliflower. <laughs> it just cauliflower is my cauliflower, but I don't really like coconut. If they ever made cauliflower energy drink, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm sending it to you if they make a cauliflower energy drink. You would. I um, would. <laughs> but those who are in the know are picking up, oh, you know, Rain, Bang, Zoa. Oh, those are just the energy drinks you can buy in bulk at Costco. Yes, they are. And that, 
that is where my brand loyalty lies, where I can buy cheaply in bulk. Was it the Celsius ones you were? Eh, Celsius was, I don't, we won't get into why I, why I don't like Celsius. But we don't it's, have it's to get into person, that, but I love their green tea It's a personal preference. It's a personal preference. The green tea one was really good. You you even liked that one. I did. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I just looked up Red Bull. The caffeine, I mean, their cans are smaller, but 111 milligrams. You are right. That is not a lot of caffeine. You don't like caffeine. <laughs> but hey, and... I... To be okay, fair, so... if you drink a Red Bull, like, and it, it gives you the energy, good for you. Like, do what you will with all this information, as usual. All right, what is uh, what do you got for a five-hour energy? <sighs> Just drink a cup of coffee. Just drink the cup of coffee. Like, it... <laughs> it's... you're 45 and you're an accountant? I don't know. <laughs> You're 45 in the count and just drink the fucking coffee. Like, I can't. <laughs> like, five-hour energy is like, I, I know that we probably shouldn't make enemies out of any of these brands, but, and I probably totally made one out of Transparent Labs, but, like, five-hour energy isn't energy. It doesn't, it doesn't do much. It really doesn't. And I'm not saying that because it's in a small bottle, those sleep shots I told you about, like, they also are in a small bottle. You, They can be highly effective. But I, I, I just know <laughs> they have two minute energy, maybe give or take. <laughs> I found like a listing of man of relative caffeine amounts in different energy drinks. Uh, Red Bull is the lowest, followed by Monster, followed by Five Hour Energy. <laughs> I've had next, a lot of next... caffeine in my life. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have judgment. Increasing the next one up is Nas. Then, then above that is rain and bang. <laughs> okay, so I mean, maybe I know something. Maybe it's almost like you've done this before. Uh, I have feelings. <laughs> Just saying. And I, I mean, I'm also like raised in Washington. I'm just saying, like when it comes to caffeine, like coffee. I well, I do have like um feelings about like whether you order americano or macchiato all that fun stuff you're drinking coffee i'm with you <laughs> yeah i mean if it doesn't have three shots of espresso you're not actually doing anything but whatever <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i i if you uh, can get what you need to do what you need to do whether it's working out or working, like knowing what caffeine will help you through that. Or if you don't need caffeine at all, like good on you, warrior, like keep going. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but <laughs> I've never personally met anybody that doesn't do no caffeine. No, that's because they're probably in bed and you haven't, you don't run into them very much. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, <laughs> probably not. They're probably still sleeping. We're sorry for waking you up. Go back to bed. One of the things we haven't touched on that is in actually a lot of um, pre-workouts is is nitric oxide. And you'll see niacin and beta alanine. And you used to see it in, it's not really around anymore, but 
I'll have to come back to it. It was a supplement that was kind of like uh, killing people, so it, it, you can't get it anymore. But ephedra. For a loco? No, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> ephedra or, or ephedrine, um, which you used to be able to walk into, you know, GNC and get it across the counter as a minor, and now it's basically a banned substance because it can kill people. But again, I think the circumstances around it actually killing someone were a little. A little fuzzy. It was a, a Minnesota Vikings player named Corey Stringer who who died uh, while well, he was taking ephedra, but he was also over 300 pounds, and it was like 100 degrees out, and so uh, it I was mean, a little scary. I feel like all of this can be considered dangerous because I remember uh, it was years ago, and I, like, unfortunately, I don't remember the name of anybody um, but uh, or the school. I mean, heart going goes out to families that ever experienced this but like um i remember hearing stories when i was in high school which is why they eventually tried to start banning energy drinks from high school where like kid had drank three monsters within like a couple hours and was in gym class and had a heart attack all of these things can do that type of thing i, I really wish I yeah could- and i mean a lot of them i think if ephedra in particular it's a it's a vasodilator, so it it dilates your blood vessels, it increases your blood flow, which kind of just, just pumps blood throughout your body faster and more efficiently. Um, that can lead to, again, some of that feeling of flushing or tingling. Um, the problem with that is uh, nitric oxide. Is, is it, what it really does is, it, again, it blows up your blood vessels and you get a better pump with it i mean people who uh bodybuilders especially take nitric oxide boosters uh you pumps more blood into your muscles uh your veins look bigger you get it's more of a vascular look your muscles will swell up a little bit more when you work them out uh, because the blood flow is increased i again there probably is some science on this i will admit i haven't looked into it that much this is just sort of a category that I hadn't come up in any other way, the the NO2 or the nitric oxide boosters, um, that just because you do pump more blood into a muscle in a workout, it makes it look better, bigger, et cetera, while you're working out. But I don't know that that necessarily is, is helpful. Okay. It, this might be the one, but it was a 16-year-old um, that collapsed in high school in South California um after witnesses say he drank a Mountain Dew a coffee and an energy drink within 40 minutes which is a lot of sugar (laughs) not not laughing at the the situation I'm just saying like those three drinks alone have a lot of sugar and a lot of caffeine yeah fair enough oh and then there's a lady sorry this popped up because I was looking at it but there was a lady that drank uh, drank three cups of like uh, caffeinated tea and uh, had a pro- uh, and died. Or is it that she died? Hold on, let me look at this. <laughs> now you got me all down a wormhole. This this is what happens in my normal life. Because I look at one thing and now I'm like all over all over it. Yeah, she uh, she died because she drank the uh, the charged um, Panera lemonade. So <laughs> <laughs> caffeine. And again, I mean. Like I was talking about with uh, Corey Stringer, there's usually more to the story than what you're getting. It's easy to blame a supplement. But mm. anything, 
I mean, increasing blood flow to your muscles and increasing nitric oxide production in your muscles is, it's definitely not a bad thing. I don't know that it will help you reach your goals, but it's, you know, increasing blood flow to anywhere in the body, you know, increases the ability of the body to transport nutrients, that kind of thing. That's typically good if you're working out, you know, you want nutrients to get to the, to the body and, and move waste products around more efficiently, that kind of thing. Oh yeah. If the you want to poop, is, you take any of these products. <laughs> if you are constantly- well, I, I was kind of talking about at the cellular level, but we'll, yeah, we'll go there. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. Um, go back. No, you're good. <laughs> good to know. But really it's, it's just kind of a matter of, especially with some of these where you're starting to mess with your physiological processes a little more you're you're blowing up uh blood vessels not not blowing up in the sense of blowing up but you're dilating your blood vessels you're changing how your your blood pumps throughout your body that kind of thing if you have some sort of underlying heart condition or something along those lines that you're not aware of and you're taking a high dose of this and you haven't um been screened by a physician, etc. I mean, they'll they'll all say check with your physician before you use this. It's a it's a CYA, but it's also I mean, in some cases, it's true. Like if you're 16 years old and you're taking three times the recommended dose of something, and you have a heart problem that no one's caught yet because you're 16 years old, like that could definitely be a problem. And there is there's always this grain of salt. And there's always this caveat that you do need to be careful what you put into your body to some degree. Don't start it all at once. You know, start at a low dose, build up, those kind of things. You can find a lot of recommendations for this stuff online. Uh, when in doubt, start low and go slow and build up. And if you get to what they recommend and you really don't feel like you're seeing any benefit from it, mm -hmm. then again... If it's not for you, maybe your body doesn't respond to it that well. Maybe you're taking something that just isn't that great uh, outside of the things we've mentioned. I mean, the science is a little shaky on most supplements. There's thousands upon thousands of studies done on supplements. Uh, most of them are fairly inconclusive. The ones that uh, are done by the supplement companies always seem to have good results. But when you break those studies down, yeah, you wonder. When you break those studies down, they're usually not done that great, or they're only done on like five people, or or the, the you know the effects that were produced are exaggerated or could be chalked up to something else. I mean, again, the the, the science is real shaky on most of this stuff, and and they tend to just do the bare minimum to say, hey, no, this works, pay money for it. Um, I think that said, if, if anything, sorry, um, if anything, always. Uh, um at least if you're going to take multiples of these products, always kind of know how they affect you. Like if you know, you're going to be moving a shit ton, you know, drink, uh, drink an energy drink, drink a pre-workout. It'll help you with whatever you're doing. If you just need to like, I'm, and I don't know this, if this happens for everybody, but like for me, like if I need to focus, if I'm going to be sitting for hours, entering data, um, working on paperwork, anything like that, coffee is the way to go. Like know how these different caffeines affect you and how you operate. Cause that is probably, you know, hack your life essentially. <laughs> right. I mean, that's kind of what everybody's going for is 
how do we, you know, how do you cheat the system with a supplement? How do you get around natural limits of things? And again, these are all, they're, they're supplements. They're exactly what they say. They're, they're a little bit of extra you can get on top of, of the norm. They're not going to suddenly make you grow muscle twice as fast as somebody else, or you're not going to, you know, get strong twice as fast, or you're not going to suddenly develop cardio out of nowhere without gradually putting in the work. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I mean, kind of in in my mind, beta alanine kind of came into the, the public sphere when Matt Frazier, who's a, a CrossFit games athlete said he was taking beta alanine and, and he said, they said, well, you know, what did that do for you? He said, it felt like I had a third lung. Um, but that's also somebody who's already pretty much in the top 1% of fitness athletes. And he's adding something to his game that, you know, to him did a lot for him. That, that doesn't mean if you take that, you're going to be able to perform like him, just like everything we've talked about results, not typical of the famous, uh, freak athletes that are paid to endorse this kind of stuff. But but we just talked about the rock leave him alone we just supported him I leave him love alone the rock. i love the rock <laughs> i hope he runs for president oh that'd be that'd be interesting he's thinking about it Ooh. but anyways um the, the 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 it's right in the name supplement there's supplemental things they can do that you can add they do not replace the basics and you know people get sick of hearing about the basics because it's way easier to buy a supplement than it is to sleep eat right train correctly etc um but if you're doing all those things then these are the things that can can get it done especially in a pre-workout um most pre-workouts tend to have the same stuff in them so we we talked ad nauseum this episode about the few things that you really want to look for a decent amount of caffeine beta alanine maybe some citrulline um, creatine if that's in your pre-workout then you don't have to take it separately Um, it's not going to necessarily affect you for that workout but it's a useful supplement so if it's already in your pre-workout and you're taking that regularly now you don't have to get creatine the sun came out sorry I got distracted. It's been overcast all day. <laughs> well, it is Washington. Yeah. They will they will be helpful to you, but they will not replace the basics. Um, that said, if you are on a budget, you're probably a lot better off taking those couple things, uh, getting them in bulk, combining them yourself. Um, but really... Most of those pre-workouts are created essentially equal. If you're, you know, you, you don't pay more for a funny name or a fancy label or something that has, a, you know, a, a list of 87 things in it that aren't proven to do anything. Just go after, you know, something with the basics and, and go for price because if, you know, these are supplements that work, you're going to want to probably use them long term. So if you can only afford a 30 day supply, that's not super useful. If you're buying psychotic with the the clown on the label, that's 
that's great. You can, you know, carry it in your gym bag and freak everyone out. But I, I was going to say, that depends on if anybody has a clown fear. I've met a couple people. That's uh, that. That's just bad marketing. On it's a real. Well, some people want their their uh, supplement bottle to scare the other gym goers. They're they're that kind that kind of person. But okay, I guess last last thing. So, uh, top taste best tasting pre workout you've ever had. Because I know we've talked about good, but doesn't taste good. But uh, but you know maybe one that we've like will stand behind because of taste and effectiveness. I'm gonna leave this to you. I'm again. I'm I'm the dry scoop guy. This is this is your world. This is my world. Shit. Um. So and I know I've recently and I tried to push it on Tim and he did not. He did not share my my same love. But uh, boba tea protein. They I recently found them and they've probably been the smoothest tasting. Um. Pro, uh, pre-workout they have proteins too but they originally did a line of uh, um pre-workouts um pre- specifically the passion fruit green tea i'm all about it what it tastes <laughs> so good even like shot or even uh, or no, full I... eight ounce it tastes delicious i'm gonna stand behind them forever <laughs> probably by the person there's nothing wrong with that that's that's <laughs> why we went to you I have a thing about taste. I'm going to leave that there. I have I have no taste of food. If you drink a five-hour energy, yeah, you have no taste. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting Oh, God, no. I don't think I've ever had a five-hour energy. It just looks like it would it taste like piss. I don't know. It's like emergency. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the last time I tried it. That's what that's it tastes not like. not a good thing. It basically is. That is not a good <laughs> thing. To be fair, five-hour energy is basically saying, hey, here's the B, uh, was it not even caffeine. Here's like all these, here's all these supplements. Here's these uh, uh, nutrients you need that'll give you just as good energy. And it's not. I will fight anybody that wants to tell me it does. Fair enough. I refuse. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> okay. Fight everybody. Thank you for listening to Both Sides of Fit. If you enjoy our content, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Both Sides of Fit or contact us with comments, feedback, or suggestions at Both Sides of Fit Pod at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy.